The fault. We believe that all men are created equal. The magnificent mosaic that is America. A radio beacon to radio beacon. I have a dream. Change has come to America. Believe me. Help is on the way. Knock, knock. Who's there? Hey. It's a figment of your imagination. Randy Roach Show. Turn up your mind. For the battered and desperate citizens of Mariupol, a chilling new threat has emerged. The Security Service of Ukraine, or SBU, released a purported communications intercept of a Russian ground unit commander who said Russian aircraft were planning to, quote, level everything to the ground around Azovstal. CNN cannot vouch for the authenticity of the recording, but the SBU has previously released audio from intercepted radio traffic, revealing Russian soldiers discussing killing and raping civilians, bolstering allegations of war crimes by Russian troops. Military observers have also noted a tendency of Russian troops to use unsecured communications in Ukraine. For now, a Ukrainian commander says Russian forces are, quote, willingly bombing and shelling the plant a sprawling complex in Mariupol's southeast that once employed more than 10,000 people. It's unclear how many Ukrainian forces are at the site, but one commander says the Russians are using freefall bombs, rockets, bunker buster bombs, and other artillery at the facility. Video posted on government social media, which CNN cannot verify, shows dozens of women and children who say they've been staying under the facility for weeks, holding out against Russian attacks. The surrender deadline Russian forces issued to Ukrainian troops has now expired. But the Russian military official in charge of the operation say they will allow the civilians safe passage out of the area. Russian leadership will guarantee safe evacuation of each and every civilian, as well as the safety of the humanitarian convoys movement in any direction they choose. It's unclear if the Ukrainians will take the word of the Russian general, who has himself been accused of excesses during the Mariupol campaign. Excesses, yeah, yeah. All right, well, happy 420, everybody, whether you're, you know, a pot smoker or a neo-Nazi, happy 420. Yeah, it's Hitler's birthday, uh, and uh, it's also pot smoking, uh, you know, uh, holiday. I, how did we even, I don't know, somebody will have to tell me, because I always forget, because, you know, when you're high. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine if you're a neo-Nazi that smokes pot? Oh, my God, I forgot to rape somebody. Yeah, I mean, this is this is just amazing. So I'm sitting here with my mouth open, honestly. I'm sitting here with my freaking jaw hitting the desk because Russia decided today would be a really good day for them to test an intercontinental ballistic missile capable of carrying a nuclear warhead. They just did it. They just launched it. Now, their whole thing, well, we told the United States ahead of the test launch. We told them. You know, why Why would they do that today? You know, I mean, can't, can't we just export all of the pot to Vlad right freaking now? Because, you know, if he was high and he got toasted and, you know, maybe he would forget to nuke the world. But I doubt it. Because it looks like um, th- this is what's going through his mind. If he can't take Donbass, 
if he can't conquer eastern Ukraine, now you know he couldn't conquer Kiev, he couldn't do the north, right? They, they were so, uh, his, his troops are so uh, unwilling to fight or demoralized or they lack the ability to think their way out of a paper bag or they're drunk or whatever their excuse is or was. They couldn't do what they started out doing in the northern part of Ukraine, right? They couldn't take Kiev. They couldn't uh, do Lviv. They couldn't do, uh, you know, even though they, 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 they massacred people in Bucha, they couldn't take the territory up there in the north. So now all he's got left, and this is true, all he's got left is the Donbass region, and that's in eastern Ukraine, for those of you who aren't paying attention or who are rolling right now, uh, put it down and look at a map, okay? It's the eastern portion. And so if he can't take Luhansk and, uh, you know, Donetsk, right, which is full of Russian-backed separatists, translation, Russian loyalists, people that are pro-Putin, if he can't get that land in his hot little hands after... I mean, it's not even a battle for Donbass anymore. It's the battle for what's left of Donbass because there's really nothing left. They bombed it to smithereens. The thing is in freaking ashes. All that's left, and and, and this is what I told you about this region, okay? There's so much killing and so much bombing and so much death and so much, uh, you know, uh, uh, torture and, and bodies laying in the street and people on bicycles laying there dead and babies with the umbilical cords still connected, dead, okay, that it seems unreal. It seems unreal. And even when you learn it's real, you can't say, uh, you know, that this is really happening. You can't process it. Okay, so I just want you to know there's nothing left there. They have bombed it to smithereens. And when I say it, this is what I want you to imagine. Pittsburgh. What? Yes, Pittsburgh. Because that is a steel town. And everybody has been hiding in the underground labyrinth that is below the steel factory. It's called Azovstal, right? Azov Steel. Azovstal. And the, there's, there, there's 100,000 people, we guess, that are still left in this town of 450,000 people. And they are all hiding in this steel. And Brett said to me the other day, because he heard it in one of the uh, clips that we played, he said, you know, why, why is the media saying where these people are hiding? And, and I said to him, everybody knows those people are there because there was really no place else for them to go. Uh, and, of course, Russia knew that they were there. We all knew that they were there. And Russia was regrouping, right, trying to come back at this place, to take this place. Um, and if they can't take this place, if they fail to take this place, this last place, which is like a steel factory in Pittsburgh. That's exactly what it looks like because that's exactly what it is. It's a working class community. That, that steel plant employed about 10,000 people, okay? And uh, it's a very middle class, blue collar neighborhood. And if Russia can't take it, it, what's left of it, there's nothing left of it, then there's no, there's no place else for Putin to attack. I mean, there's nothing left for him to try to take. So this is it. This is it. And now the question is, if he's unsuccessful here at taking back what's left of this uh, particular eastern portion, the Donbass region, with all of these embedded Russian loyalists, with all, he's got like 60 tanks 
that he's deployed. He's got long, uh, long-range artillery. He's got, uh, you know, the Sea of Azov, ships in the Sea of Azov aimed at them. He's got all this firepower on a city that has been reduced to rubble already. And still there's resistance. The Ukrainian uh, military, the, 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 the Marines there, essentially, they refuse to lay down their weapons. They said they're going to fight to the last drop of blood. The people that are there are like they took a pact. We're, gonna, we're, we're willing to, to, to go. We're willing to do whatever we have to do to save our, our town, to save our country, to save our neighborhood. We're doing it. We're in. Don't you worry about us, Okay. And so if Putin couldn't do, if, he, if he's unsuccessful, everybody who is thinking about what's next, which is everyone that plans uh, anything to do with military operations, except for, you know, Vladimir Putin. Um, God, I can't believe how lame this, this whole thing's been. But then will he turn to nuclear weapons? Will he then turn to chemical weapons? Will he then turn to biological weapons? Will he do, will he gas people? Will he, on Hitler's birthday, will he do it? That's why I'm saying we need to export all of our, all of our ties to anything really potent, like um, Granddaddy Purple, you know, like a deep, deep Indica. We need to export it right freaking now so that all Vladimir Putin reaches for is like a big ass bowl of Cap'n Crunch. Know what I'm saying? We got to get him so high that he forgets to rape, pillage, and uh, nuke. This is really critical. This is, this is really a, a serious, uh, a serious turning point in the world's history. The, the whole world. Right now. <laughs>